Hey everybody, I am making this recording as a, partly as an update to all of our current clients with Emerald City Productions, but it's also going to go on my podcast, Podcast Strategies, and it's sort of a thing I'd like to try, the the state of podcasting. You know, we always, we see the State of the Union done by the President of the United States each year. This is kind of my state of podcasting and how things are going in podcasting, but also how I'm feeling about podcasts and podcasting and what I'm seeing out there. So I wanted to share my thoughts with you. Once a year, probably more often than that, I, uh, with our current clients, I do a quarterly uh, stats review. And so I do put this stuff in, in their inboxes once a quarter at least, but I wanted to share it with you all as well. So the first thing I wanna say is if you're listening to me and you're a client, you already have a podcast. But if you're listening to me and you don't have a podcast yet, I want to say to you, do not podcast. Okay, seriously. Do not do a podcast if you aren't prepared to invest in that podcast for at least a year. Okay, for at least a year. If you don't do a podcast for at least a year, you are not going to see the benefits of creating a audience that really trusts you, that has a relationship with you, okay? And if you're not going to do it consistently for at least a year, that relationship is not going to build, okay? The beauty of the podcast, and I'll, I'll, I'll sum up this call, this recording, this episode with some of my thoughts on why I think podcasts are still amazing, but it's really because you build this relationship with your audience. And if you aren't consistent, if you don't show up every week, if you don't show up every other week, whatever your rhythm is, you are not going to build that relationship with people. And if you don't do it for at least a year, you're not going to establish enough of a relationship that people are going to really start to share your podcast. You could have the greatest content in the world. I have some clients that have been podcasting for four or five or six years, and they will all tell you that it took at least six months, if not a year, before they saw that momentum and they saw that organic, um, that organic growth that happens with a successful podcast. And uh, I mean, I will just tell you this. I'm going to share some stats with you in a second that people just don't listen to podcasts that, you know, they go for three months and then there's a, a month and a half gap or there's a few weeks gap or they go for five months and then they take a month and a half off, things like that. They don't listen to inactive podcasts, okay, because they consider them to be out of date. They consider them to not be up to date with that relationship really that people are looking for out of a podcast, let alone the information that's included in the podcast itself. And I want to share some stats with you, okay, that, that shows how true this is. So of the 4 million, and yes, I said 4 million podcasts that are listed in the podcast index, there are only 467,000 podcasts that have released an episode in the last 90 days. Okay, so out of the 4 million podcasts, and, and Apple in their directory alone considers that they have 2 million plus podcasts. So out of the 4 million podcasts that are in the podcast index, only 467,000 have released an episode in the last 90 days. But it gets better. In the last 30 days, only 321,000 shows have released an episode. And if you go down to the last 10 days, so podcasts that release an episode weekly, in the last 10 days, only 225,000 podcasts have released an episode. 
So remember those numbers because I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some comparisons to YouTube and 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 blogs and things like that later. But in the last ten days, only two hundred twenty five thousand podcasts have released an episode. So if you are one of the podcasts out there that is consistently releasing an episode every week, there are only two hundred twenty five thousand other shows that are doing that. Okay, so that's a lot of active listeners and for your podcast because consistently. Over the last two years, that number has stayed the same. Okay, it's been about every ninety days, four hundred and fifty thousand podcasts releasing an episode, two hundred and twenty-five thousand every ten days or so. That number has been consistent over the last ten years, even during the pandemic. But the listener base, people who listen to podcasts in in America alone, in North America alone, it went from fifty-five percent of the population up to 62% of the population over the last two years. So that is millions of more listeners for the same number of podcasts. And that plays out. I look at our shows, I look at the average across all shows, and the average listeners per episode went from 125 two years ago, 125 per episode after 30 days, to 161 this year. So if you've just stayed consistent over the last two years, if you've just released a weekly episode, you have gained close to 40 listeners by hardly doing anything just because there's more listeners. Okay. So podcasting is a good place to be right now. And you got to stick with it because that's how you find the listeners. So let's talk about how to make your podcast better in 2023. Okay. I'm, I'm getting a head start on 2023 and the new year and all those types of things. Um, so how do you make your podcast better in 2023? Well, the first thing you have to do is you have to listen to your audience. I deal with this a lot when people are starting out their podcast, that they come in with a fully baked idea. They may have been waiting too long actually to start because they've been cooking this idea up and they know what they want to do and they have all these ideas and and they're sure that they just want to interview people. Okay. But generally, if your podcast is about building a relationship with your audience so that your business improves, so that you have more leads, so that you help more people, the relationship that those listeners are going to have is going to be with you, okay? So interviews may not be the best thing. So you have to listen to your audience. When you start your show, you're going to ask a lot of questions, okay? You need to involve your audience. You need to ask them a lot of questions get them to answer those questions, find out what they want, find out what they need. You're going to answer those questions on your show. You might even want to bring on listeners. If you're a coach, if you're a consultant, if you're an accountant, if you're a lawyer, uh, I know there's some things there you have to be careful about giving advice, but you might want to bring those listeners on the show and have them ask their question live and help them out with something. Okay. You might even have listeners that you want to interview that are dealing with some of the issues and the problems and the, and the common questions that all your other listeners are, are dealing with. And you want to get them on your show so that you can interview them, so that you can show your other listeners that you listen to them and that there are other people out there just like them. So they feel more a part of a community. Okay. And one of the things I do, I mentioned I do a stats review um, once a quarter. Uh, for our clients. And the reason I do it once a quarter is you really need a a few months to see patterns and things like that. So I like to keep an eye on the patterns. But what I've really started to look at, uh, especially now that we have better called client side stats from Apple 
and Google Podcasts, we can see things like the number of followers, which used to be known as subscribers. We can see the number of people who are listening to your show that are followers or not followers. We can see the average consumption. How are they listening to an episode? How far are people making it through your episode? Where are they dropping off? And so I'm really paying a lot of attention now, excuse me, paying a lot of attention to how many people are listening to your show that are following you and how many people that are not, okay? If people are listening to your show and they're following you, that means they're sticking around. So you want that number to be higher. But I was really surprised when I started getting access to some of these stats from our clients that we had a significant number of clients where 25% of their listeners followed the show, but 75% didn't follow the show. So that spoke to, they were doing some really interesting episodes or they were having some guests on that got uh, one episode shared more than others. And that meant that people weren't sticking around. So you want people to stick around. You want them um, to, you want them to be there each week and stick around with you because those are going to be the people that six months in, maybe a few months after listening to the show are going to start to share. Okay, and that's important because I also want to talk about ways to grow your audience in 2023. <laughs> Just, you know, because we'll stick with that that theme that we're, we're thinking about this state of podcasting this year. So ways to grow your audience. Well, I'm one of those people, like I know social media is powerful. I know it can do a lot of things, but I, I've just never seen it. <laughs> I've seen people gain followings on social media. I've seen them sell a few more products. I've seen them get a little bit more notoriety. People know of them more. But if you're promoting a podcast where it's all about a relationship that the listeners have with you, you're just not getting that engagement on social media. You're not building that relationship on social media. So all that time that you spend uh, doing that TikTok or that reel or that story to get people to click on something, it's still really just a, a superficial relationship. Those people don't love you. Those people don't have as big a a deeper relationship with you as the people that are listening to your podcast. So I'm going to tell you, you know, social media is great. It's a necessary evil. You have to do it. But but don't put all your eggs in that basket. And, you know, even email, you can build a large email list and and it's still better. It's, It's better than social media. People that get on your email list to trust you more than the people that follow you on social media because they have to give you something. They have to give you their email address, right? I've talked about it before. It's like their physical street address in this day and age. But they're not reading all your emails. That you know, they might read one a month. They might read half that email. They might, you know, 2% of them might click on a link that you have in that email out of your 2,000 people, your 500 people, your 10,000 people. 2% might click on that. And that's a lot. And and if you, you know, you want to sell some products here or there, you want to sell some low price items, you want to get people maybe into a program and, and those percentages work out, that's good. But remember, they're still not spending as much time with you as the podcast listener. I've talked about it before. 93% of podcast listeners listen to more than half or all of each episode. I talked about those stats. We consistently see average consumption rates of 60, 70, 75% of each episode. 
So that means that your 20 minute, 30 minute, 40 minute episode, people are spending 15 to 20 minutes with you. That's way more time than they're spending with you on social media. That's way more time than they're spending reading your email. Okay. So to grow your audience in 2023 with your podcast, you've got to be with people. You've got to get in people's ears. Okay. Besides what you're asking for on your podcast each week for them to tell other people and rate and review and share, you have to go be a guest on other podcasts and borrow audiences and bring them back. Okay. You have to go to other audiences where they have a trust in another podcast host and start that relationship there and say, come back and listen to my podcast. Come back and listen to this episode where I went more in depth here. Okay. Guest on other podcasts and and pay attention because I'm going to be talking more about guesting and how to do it and how to pitch in future episodes um, and in future emails to my clients. But guesting is important. You've got to do it. You've got to commit the time to it. You've got to send out five pitches a week to try and get on other podcasts. Another thing that you can do is you can go live. Okay. You can go live wherever you have access to go live, whether that's Facebook, whether that's Instagram, whether you're lucky enough to have LinkedIn live, wherever you can go live, go live. Okay. This is the new webinar. Yes, you can still do webinars and have people register. But if you just go live once a week, once a month and spend some time, I, tr I try to do every two to three weeks on LinkedIn and just spend 45 minutes with people teaching something and then answering their questions. The wonderful thing about the live is you have that built-in infrastructure for people to comment, to chat back to you, okay? To chat back to you and ask questions and get involved and for you to start to build that relationship there. Another thing you, you uh, actually are gonna hear in a couple weeks on the podcast, I talked to um, Nora Suddath the co-founder of Hello Audio. You could think about private podcasts, okay? More targeted podcasts, not just necessarily premium content, but private content that offers a little more access. Maybe you do something where it's a little more tailored to a smaller group or something like that. So think about ways to use your podcast differently, more exclusively, give more access through it. And then finally, one of the things that I've really loved seeing recently is promo swaps. So if you're the podcaster that you're not getting advertising requests, you're not getting sponsors or things like that yet because you're not big enough, you've only got 500 downloads after 30 days or 200 downloads after 30 days, one of the things you can do is offer to swap promotion. So maybe you can't, you, you, pitched a podcast uh, to be a guest on their show and they said no. Follow up with, well, you know what? I really love your show. Really love what you guys do. I I'm, I'm definitely want to share it. I share it with my audience and I would love it if potentially we could do a promo swap. Here's what my show is about. I would love it if you could maybe mention it one week or something like that. I have this great episode. I would love for you to share it. You can also enter into more um, formal promotional swap agreements where you're looking at other podcasts with similar size audiences to you that need help as well that are complementary to your podcast. We've talked in the past about upstream and downstream clients and things like that. So think about podcasts that are upstream. Help people that uh, your, get, your listeners um, 
are like, and and you could send them to their their podcast and how their audience could be helped by your podcast and and try to enter into those agreements and those relationships where you promote other shows. Okay. Don't don't be stingy. Don't think about, oh, I, I'm competing with that show. Think about sharing your audiences. That's another way to borrow your audiences. Okay. So that's that's how to make your podcast better in 2023, how to grow your audience. I do want to talk a little bit about monetizing because still it is one of the most common questions I get. And everybody wants to start a podcast. And one of the first questions they have is, how am I going to make money from it? I want to talk about it in terms of for most people, what is the best way to monetize? And it's it's timely because I actually just released a new course a couple of weeks ago on LinkedIn Learning about monetizing your podcast. And 95% of that course, 95%, like literally all the modules except for one, two, maybe three, all of them except for those three, don't talk about advertising. They talk about other things. They talk about digital products. They talk about services. They talk about books. They talk about um, workshops. They talk about events. All those types of things of ways that you can monetize your podcast, that you can make money from your podcast that don't involve advertising. And for most of the podcasters out there, because you don't have the 5,000 downloads per episode at 30 days that most sponsors are looking for, most advertisers are looking for, this is the way you're going to monetize your podcast. You're going to have to promote something, sell something, share something, build a relationship so people trust you enough to hire you to generate those leads. Okay. So you have to think about audience growth and monetizing in other ways. Just forget about advertising and sponsorships if you're not at that 5,000. I'll even drop it back to 3,000. If you don't get there, you're not going to draw the eyes. And even if you got those 5,000 downloads, you're still at that $25 CPM. So $25 per thousand downloads means that every ad that you do that's 60 seconds is going to amount to about $125. For most podcasters, if you had four of those a month or eight of those a month, that's not going to even hardly cover the cost of the production that you do on your podcast. So you've got to think about monetizing other ways. And now finally, I want to close out with why podcasts are still the best form of content marketing by far. You know, because you're going to think about video and you're going to think about blogs and you're going to think about all these things, but really the podcast is still the most convenient form of content marketing for people that are cons consuming it. They can listen to it on the go. They can listen to it anywhere. They can spend a lot of time. The host can share a lot of information in 30 minutes, 45 minutes while they're commuting. Um, I have a client that's starting a show right now who's a viticulturist. And he's talking to people that are on tractors in the fields and things like that that can really spend a lot of time listening to this content. And they can listen anywhere. So it's convenient. Okay, I, I touched on the time. The time that people can spend listening to a podcast is more than they can read a book, read a blog, uh, watch video, things like that. They have more time to learn stuff. People listen to podcasts to learn, and they go there because they've got the time to listen to it, and they've got the time. the The host has the time to deliver it. Okay, I started out by talking about the relationships and and trust. There is no other form of content marketing 
that builds that friendship relationship, that trust in their expertise and authority that a podcast does. And, and that goes back to the time, okay? There is no other form of content marketing that allows you to build that relationship and trust. And I'll start, I'll finish where I started. It's just numbers. It's a numbers game, okay? I talked about the 4 million podcasts that are in the podcast index, 4 million, only about, let's say, conservatively 380,000, 400,000 that are active in the last month and a half or so. Okay, 4 million podcasts, 380,000 of them are active. Do you know how many blogs there are out there on the internet? It's about 757 million blogs right now. And blogs don't have to be active because those blog pages, those articles will show up in, in, in a search just in, if you hit enough search terms or search phrases. 757 million blogs to 4 million podcasts. I didn't even look up how many YouTube channels there are. But 380,000 active podcasts to close to 800 million blogs, okay? So I want to leave you there. If you're podcasting now, you've still made the right decision. Um, you are, if you're active, if you're consistent, you are growing that audience. And I want to applaud you for that because you are helping the world, you're helping change the world, you're putting good stuff out there. And if you haven't started a podcast yet, I hope this episode served to show you why you should start a podcast rather than do any of the other number of things you could do in terms of content marketing. So thank you again for listening to this. Thank you again for being here. If you listen to my podcast, I would love it for you to tell somebody else about the podcast. I would love for you to share this with someone you think it would help. Um, and if you have the time to rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it, that would be so helpful as well. Thank you again for being here and I will see you again next week.